0: Welcome to the Windstream Enterprise Podcast, where we break down what's happening in the rapidly evolving worlds of IT-managed services, connectivity, collaboration, and network security, and how your organization can benefit.
1: Today, our focus is on both artificial intelligence and labor shortages in the healthcare vertical. I'm Kristen McInerney, a community health and IT nurse, and I serve as both the healthcare and manufacturing verticals industry analyst at Windstream Enterprise. On today's episode, I'm excited to be speaking with Patty Hayward, TalkDesk General Manager of Healthcare and Life Sciences. As I'm sure our audience is aware, TalkDesk is a contact center solution built just for healthcare and creates a more personalized experience for the patients, members, residents, their families, and the clinicians that take care of them. Patty, welcome. Tell us something about yourself and what you've been accomplishing at TalkDesk in the past few months.
0: Well, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Um, you know, I've been a talk desk for about two and a half years and really joined when we decided we really wanted to look very deeply at healthcare and build something very specific. We all know healthcare is a, a very different vertical. You know, there's nothing more personal than healthcare to us. So we really wanted to make sure that we could deeply dive into that. And so we've spent a lot of time over the past couple of years building very specific workflows integrations into um, the EHRs and major EHRs out there, um, forming partnerships with folks like yourselves who are uh, also deeply embedded into healthcare to make sure that we can help our healthcare partners really get to where they need to go. We know they've been quite behind on adopting this kind of technology. So not only do we want them to meet the patients where they are, we need to meet the healthcare systems where they are, which is not quite where we'd like them to be around a lot of this stuff we know um, there's so much complexity in these systems but really bringing some purpose-built workflows there so they're out of the box they have this opportunity to adopt easily um, can get them started and that's a really been a, a really great passion of mine um, and I've spent a lot of years working with uh, with different folks on how to automate these p- kinds of processes.
1: And a contact center is very different than just a call center. So Absolutely. Could you could you touch base on that? Like how could we improve that contact center experience? Mm-hmm. Well, when you think about it, that's really the first place most patients enter
0: into your system. They're calling you, um, you know, even uh, oftentimes um, before they go to a website, they're just looking for a phone number and calling. So and you're usually calling at a time of some sort of stress. You're, you're interacting with the healthcare system because you need help, whether it's for yourself or a loved one. And so, you know, unfortunately, we've we've obviously got a bit of a labor shortage. Um, there's a lot of burnout from the pandemic. You know, we sent everybody home and then everybody just had to call. So there was just a lot of uh, there's been a lot of friction to begin with, but that just really added a lot of stress to the system. So, you know, we've been really working on how do we help systems automate as much as they can so that it's easy for patients to access systems in certain ways. Knowing there's also a lot of complexity out there that we need people to actually be speaking to other people who are experts in order to navigate those systems. So where are the areas that we can really affect? Things like, I just want to cancel or confirm an appointment. I want to pay a bill. You know, I, have, I want to get directions. Um, you know, I want to find a provider. Things that we can easily automate. We want to make sure we're taking off of those phone lines so that people can actually have bandwidth to provide a more personalized, empathetic journey for our patients as they're calling in. Well, how are you seeing burnout affect those folks that are in the contact center? Yeah. So, you know, our contact centers are very different than, say, a retail contact center. Right. You have to have a lot of skill to help these uh, folks navigate. You're 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 going to be a much more highly skilled individual in a healthcare contact center. So, we don't want to lose them. Turnover there is a very difficult thing for healthcare systems to then try to you know backfill. So, the the things that have been happening is obviously if you have these really long wait times just to get to speak to somebody. Mm-hmm. People are already annoyed, angry, stressed, all the adjectives that you can think of by waiting on top of probably you're already stressed to begin with. Right. So you're, you're just going to get it's not going to be very fulfilling. You know, people come into healthcare because they want to help people. That is the main thing, you know. You you're a nurse. You know this. You didn't become a nurse because you wanted to make money. Okay, you, you came to be. You know, it's obviously a byproduct, but you become a nurse because you want to take care of people. Right. And that's really, I think, what we see. It's very different in our industry. Is we're really here because we want to help. And and when you can't because you're so busy and you're overwhelmed, that becomes a big dissatisfier for a lot of our
1: agents. So is there, are there outcome like or analyses or analytics that you can kind of look at how annoyed either the person on the phone is, or perhaps the person talking to the person on the phone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, there's a lot of ability these days now, you know, one of the great things about AI being introduced into the system is um, the ability to actually listen to conversations, provide analytics, help guide agents so that they're not having to spend a lot of time going through, you know, think about um, Google and all the different tabs you have. I've actually sat with agents and watched the number of tabs that they have open typically to go find all the information that they have. You know, that's difficult. That takes a lot of time. Um, And and having to be able to do that correctly and not provide an incorrect answer so that the person is now calling back a second time because they got the wrong information, which happens, right? So imagine being able to actually provide AI that listens to the conversation and then provide that knowledge right to the agent in real time. Hey, here's the information you're looking for. This is These are the different choices. Here's the paths you can send them down based on all the information that you're provided. The other thing that's really, I think, important for us to do is to um, provide synchronization across channels. So let's say someone decides that they are on the health systems website and they want information and they start to engage a chatbot. You could start off with an automated chat bot, but then you can escalate to an agent, do some chatting. If you find you need to transfer them to a more um, seasoned person or there's a, a different kind of specialist you need to do, we want all that information to go with that person. So they're not having to retell their story at every change of venue. Hopefully you're able to answer a lot of things along the way, but if you do end up having to escalate into voice, all that information can go with them along with any sort of opportunities to Um, answer the questions, et cetera, and have that there for them. So all of that is now really becoming true to life with large language model AI. You know, I know we've all had experiences with chatbots, (laughs) <laughs> of them were not good. <laughs> so we're getting to a much better place with AI where the ability to actually listen and have conversations, um, that conversational AI is much, much better. And it's going to continue to get better mm-hmm. with all of these new technologies the that are coming to front.
1: Right. Know? All those algorithms. How about like a supervisor's role in this? Are they yes. able to listen to those conversations and provide feedback to that person? So today or, you know, in the past, what people have done is sort of audit a certain
0: percentage of the recordings because they're doing it all manually. Um, Today, we actually have technology that allows them to have 100 percent evaluation using AI and sort of look for specific maybe words, um, you know, intents, different things like that that can provide opportunities and flags for coaching so that they can help people understand here's some better ways to say what you said here. Here's some information that you provided that wasn't maybe correct. So here's here's what you where you need to go and different things like that. So it gives them a much better opportunity to really help these folks improve as well as just understand what's happening in the system. So I think there's a lot better opportunities now for supervisors as well. There's also opportunities for that to happen in real time. So if they're seeing an escalation happening in a call, they can get actually pinged to say, hey, we've got something going on real time. They can either whisper in the in the agency or they can barge
1: in and actually join the conversation to help. OK, OK. I really see TalkDesk as being a digital front door for that patient. And it would seem that it would be so much better than a call center. I've had a recent experience where I was a patient trying to get that follow-up call. And I think I went into an infinite loop of nothingness (laughs) and just trying to get a follow-up appointment. It was very frustrating. And, um, you know, as a nurse, I do know... That what it looks like when things are really great, and I really feel that TalkDesk is one of those products that is just the best for outcomes. Can you talk about some of the positive outcomes that you've seen um, that patients patients and clinicians have seen from using TalkDesk?
0: Yeah, so we're working uh, with a couple of health systems that have started to put our virtual agents online in order to, um, you know, cancel, confirm appointments, reschedule appointments. They're seeing some really great results there with big reductions in in the wait times, etc. So, um, you know, we're going to be publishing some great papers with some 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 wonderful stats coming out here soon. But there's a lot of there's just great opportunity as well to sort of even as a patient is calling in, being able to pop up the patient record in the EHR so that we can, we, we can connect right. the, the phone number with the person. So when a person answers, even if you're not interacting with one of our bots and you end up interacting with a, um, an agent all that information is presented for that agent. So they know who they are. They know their journey. You know, there's a lot of more deeper integration coming um, with our EHR partners as well, so that we can continue to really personalize that journey. Again, healthcare. So personal, nothing's probably that you're interacting with is more personal than health. So making sure that we can provide something that's, that's known, you know, when you think about going through some of these things, it's so important that someone understands your journey and where you've been. You don't want right. to feel like you're not known, you know, I, right. I, I always,
1: or do I have to repeat this all over again to the next person I talk to?
0: Yeah. We work with children's hospitals and they talk about the trauma of the parents having to retell their story yeah. at every yes. state, right? That's hard. So being able to take all that information and make sure it flows with them so that when someone picks it up, once they, we all know we need to authenticate to make sure we know we have the right person, right do that, that information should be there so that they can interact in a much more personalized manner.
1: Right. It's very different with, with children's hospitals, because you are not just dealing with the patient, you're dealing with the entire, their ecosystem, friends, families, cousins, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you could summarize talk desk in a few sentences, what would you say? Well, what I would
0: say is that, you know, talk desk is absolutely passionate about healthcare. We are, you know, really working to provide a more personalized, synchronized, and radically convenient experience, removing friction for patients and providers. You know, we want them to be able to provide these experiences that feel much better and much more modern than what we have today. Mm -hmm. That's been our journey you know we're still on it i think everybody <laughs> a lot of it is really just the complexity in these health systems you know they have a hard time adopting technology so working with a partner that understands that complexity i right. think is also really important right um, i hear time and time again from health systems their current vendors don't understand healthcare and that's one of the things they love about us is that we have specialists not only in Product and sales, but also in customer support, which reports to me, um, very specific just for healthcare, as well as our implementation group. That we have professionals that came from healthcare, working in healthcare systems, oh, that's fantastic, I understand the complexity there and some of the pitfalls that they may run into, and help guide them to make sure that that doesn't occur during this. Because that's really the biggest thing: is how do you consume the technology, and how do you make sure you can get it. Um, to a place where you're getting that return
1: and that experience you're looking for. Absolutely. Well, Patty, it has been a pleasure. And I thank you so much for your time today. Look for our next healthcare podcast coming soon. Have a great day.
0: Thanks for listening into this week's discussion. To learn more about Windstream Enterprise or to hear other podcast topics, visit windstreamenterprise.com.